years ago, they had the A&R man to tell you what to play, how to play it, you know, whether it's disco or rock. But uh, we just went to the studio and we did it. We had champagne in the studio, of course. You know, the compliments of the, the company. And we just laid back and did it. So we hope you enjoy listening to this album half as much. Yo, yo, what up? We back at it again. We back here in the man cave on this uh, Friday April 1st, April Fool's Day. Chill oh. shit, nigga. I'm supposed to be at work. Oh, oh <laughs> Lord. Oh. I don't know who's going to be listening to this shit. <laughs> but uh, what we got in here today, we got uh, we got two special guests, um, two big fans of the podcast. Um, as you know, it's me, Just Duval, and the brother talking earlier, that was uh, Mr. Whammy. You know it. Uh, Hit him with the whammy. <laughs> Ty, aka Service Royalty. Oh, I just realized that's my name on Twitter. I didn't know that shit. Uh, Ty, I, thought was, I thought it was still Ty your shoes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. shit changes up, nigga. <laughs> just realized this shit the other day, but uh, but yeah, we uh, we got uh, two guys in here. We got uh, Rob, aka Mister Information, um, the one man that knows everything. Gives yeah. us the updates on everything. Hey, yeah. I try. Mr. Bleacher try. Report. Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Charles in here, a.k.a. Darkness. Fuck <laughs> 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 your couch, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> should have never gave you niggas a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I appreciate y'all coming in and uh, sitting in here in this man cave with us. Uh, thank y'all for supporting us and, you know, giving us all the critiques that we need and talking about how we ain't shit. And how weak we are, but uh, thank y'all for coming. Uh, we got a a nice evening set up for you, just kind of just to talk and give a little backstory. So I'm gonna give it to the uh, to the guest here. Um, I'll give it to Rob first, kind of give you a little backstory on who he is. You know, Mr. Information here. <laughs> well, I'm Rob. Um, me and Duvall been cool since what first grade? Yeah, yeah first grade, first friend, first friend. Golly, very first friend. Yep. That's sad, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey. You know. <laughs> 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 Fucking pitiful. <laughs> You're supposed to leave this nigga alone. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so he was leaving me in grade school. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and but, then, uh, I'm graduate UNC Charlotte. Um, Who? What school? Hey, don't try that, man. <laughs> <laughs> UNC Charlotte, come on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right, right. Come on now, bro. Man, you know, hey, man, no no disrespect. You know, you a Charlotte native, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate y'all coming. And then to the uh, the man right here. Uh, <laughs> about me. I don't know. Y'all niggas don't even know about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll uh, do a little something, something. Uh, you like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell them about yourself. No, I mean, I'm, I'm a bow tie enthusiast. That's all you need to know. Okay, okay. The man with the bow ties. Um, well, I appreciate y'all joining us, and I know y'all are gonna fill us up with some uh some pretty intense information, and give us your uh your thoughts on how your life's been and what's been going on. Um, and a little bit what's been going on, which is kind of what we're gonna start off with today. Um. Is this D'Angelo Russell? Nonsense. Snitch. <laughs> and uh, how he just broke the ultimate guy code violation. I don't know any guy in America that would really and truthfully 
throw his homeboy under the bus, roll back on him, <laughs> and then pull over right in front of him again and then drive over him again. Not only is that a guy code violation, that's an ethics <laughs> violation. Uh, that's an all-around violation. You can't even do that if you're a journalist. You can't record somebody without them knowing. Right. And he then told at, him. The end, he told him. <laughs> at the end, you know. He told him. But as far as we know, he didn't know he was being recorded. Right. So, I mean, all around, that's that's some fucked up shit. Um, I can't believe it, man. Because like when I heard the story, I was just like, nah. I was like, maybe there was just some kind of mix-up. But then when all it all came out, and then the audio came out, and I was just like, man, how are you going to tell my mans that? I mean, this is like, this is a sports team. So we've all around this table, and a lot of you listeners out here, have played sports or been on certain organizations. So what goes on in the locker room, the dorm room, apartments, hotels, stays there. So whatever conversation they had should have never left. And anytime it came up, that's something that you're just going to take to your grave. That's just guy code 101. That's in the unwritten code. Well, they say somebody from Nicki Minaj camp leaked it. That's what they say. I seen the story. Yeah. That shit. Did you read it? That's what they say. I ain't read it. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't read that shit either. Gossip, gossip. Yeah. Right I don't know. In my opinion, if if you having a conversation like that with your homeboy or whomever, certain things should not be recorded. I think certain things should be spoken to or talked about in private. Um, for him to want to actually pull out his camera and actually record it secretly um, shows a lot about his character. I mean, yeah, he's a young kid. 19, but then again, I mean, you in the you in the grown man lead. Bro, so. It's funny. It's funny though. People do that all the time. Snapchat, I do it all the time. Just record <laughs> people. Just record <laughs> people talking, and then you be like, ah, I got you after it's over. But but it, I mean, it's, it's never that serious. Yeah, it's so, supposed you know, to stay yeah. there at that point though. So if he got, I mean, it got leaked. It got leaked. There's nothing he can really do about that. And to me, I don't care how young you are. I mean, this was taught at a very young age. Like you just don't. Do that. Like, I mean, we knew that in what, high school, college. I mean, this man went to college. Granted, it was only for a year. But, I mean, you 19, 20 years old, you should know not to do nothing like that. And then the fact that you recorded recorded it and it still got out. Like, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, there's no... Like, you I was trying what? to figure out his logic. Go the, ahead. The, the, the root here is... Do y'all think Iggy Azalea is really going to leave this nigga? No. No. I mean, because if he leaves... She said thank you. That's how you right there. Exactly. She ain't flipped. She said thank you. Right. I actually like the movie. That's what she said. Exactly. Exactly. And see, to me, I... Okay. I feel like they're all at fault. And I'm going to be honest. Iggy's at fault. Swaggy P's at fault. And D'Angelo Russell's at fault. Swaggy. I know Swaggy P, but um, I feel like if Iggy was taking care of home, he wouldn't be going out doing what he's doing. I can't say that. Ain't Why me. you can't? Whoa. Why not? I can't say that because, I mean, this guy's a multimillionaire, and we all know, we've heard the stories about, you know, what happens when niggas get money and shit like that. We right now are going to be like, no, we ain't going to step out, but let us get a fucking contract, and we become... <laughs> A multi-million, multi-millionaire 50 times over in two years, you never know what's going to happen. You know, the pressure. It's temptation. I mean, it's, that's it's an awful. But, but that's why I said, okay, how long has Nick Young been in the league? He's been in the league, what, 
Five years, yeah, maybe? like five Okay, so, years. so he's been around. So he's got his share of fun. So I feel like... Swaggy P. The fact that he has... Well, aren't they engaged as well? I, I think they are engaged. Okay, right okay so if you're going to make that commitment, that means you got to really cut off everything. How do you know? But how do you know that we're not talking about somebody that he was talking about in the past? Like he ain't, he he never he said, said he was, was thirty recent. though. He said he was thirty. Oh, did he say that? Okay, okay. Yeah, he said he was All thirty, right. and he ain't yeah, been well, thirty that long. Okay. Or something like that, right? God. Okay, okay, okay. Something like that, right? So All that's right. what I'm saying. So, so this was recent. All right, void my last statement. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Void my last. And then statement. if you think about it, okay, why would you re- really? Why would you record something? Okay, if we having a conversation and you get ready to get married. Why would I have a conversation about somebody you messed with when you, like, five to ten years ago? So you know it was recent. Well, and you don't really think I back mean, this. I mean, he's a he's talking to a rookie, though. You know, he could be trying to give him pointers or something. Like, yo, this is what you do. This is how you go about it. No. And you never, you never <laughs> no. know. We're not in the NBA. You never know. I, 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 I just stand behind, okay, if she, like, I don't know what Nick Young saw in a 19-year-old. I don't know what she was doing for... <laughs> him to want to go ahead and well, jump easy. to it. That's I, easy. I mean, some strange for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. So if at home Iggy was doing something strange for a little piece she of change, no change. That's then, change. That's, okay, so she was just doing something strange. <laughs> you know, she's from down under, so <laughs> she probably doing something strange. So, <laughs> a little too strange. That's why I think it was like, you know what? Let me get the fuck up out of here. Like, that's exactly what happened. Oh, man. I, I, I feel like. They were all at fault. Nick Young didn't have to step out on his old lady. Uh, he she, didn't. He didn't. He didn't. You know, but at the same time, this would have never happened if D'Angelo Russell would have never recorded it. See, if he'd have kept his phone down, talked about it in house, that'd have been it. Never been a light skin yeah. nigga. Uh, yeah, 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 that's 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 what it is. Should listen to Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> Drink by yourself. Smoke. By yourself. <laughs> Fuck these hoes by yourself. <laughs> that's what they say. I mean, I don't have no experience with that, so I don't know. <laughs> that's true, man. It just kind of just rubbed me wrong because I'm like, man, I'm of the mindset like, okay, when you around your boys and this and that, like you keep that in house, like. Yeah, that's you, it. You you don't let that leak. Yeah, I, I was thinking about I was thinking about it from the standpoint of like us in our in our group or our 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 set. Or right. Um, if any any of you told me something in confidentiality, and y'all expect me to keep it quiet, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Keep it to ourselves. Keep it within. Keep it amongst us. You know, in the group chat, we talk about stuff. You know. Right. But if I actually took what we a conversation that we had in group chat and let's say one of you were like you, you know you got famous because you're a barbecue sauce or whatever and I said hey I have a chat or a message from Ty talking about how he cut out on his girl which never happened but you know just in general right and I leak it you post that shit on Facebook right right right, yeah. right. what am I what am I getting out of it likes Right, you know what I'm saying, and maybe maybe a couple of maybe a couple of bucks or whatever, but some bullets. Other than that, right? But other than that, is it really worth it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, what what am I getting out of it? Why why did I do that? Yeah, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. These guys are back here smoking hookah for (laughs) the sound in the back. You know, my bad. So let me ask. So 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 this is a question here. So at this point, so should a swaggy piece should have just uh, welled on them and just. 
No, because Swaggy P ain't the star of the fucking right. Lakers. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have a star, to be honest, because Kobe. I mean, Kobe right now technically is still their star. He is watching. Technically. You, you, you saw the you, <laughs> you, you saw the picture <laughs> of in the first quarter. Yeah, Ice yeah. all the way down. You watched it, though, didn't you? You take exactly. watch because of Kobe. Though, exactly. Right? exactly. I don't watch the Lakers, so I'm yeah, never. Sure. I'm not even a Kobe fan. You're so. like, you want to know who he gave his shoes to this time? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. But uh, I mean, but uh, you know what? That's actually a great, I guess, segue because it's like, well, Kobe snitched on uh, Shaq. Don't nobody talk about that though. That's when did true. he do that? Well, in the statement, when he was like, well, well, Shaq cheats, you know, on his wife. Oh, I don't remember that. Exactly. It's yeah. like, do you do you get upset though? Like, do you like you know fuck Kobe? Well, I, Shaq I don't never... like Kobe, so because of that, I don't know if it's because of that or because not. Mm-hmm. That's like the root of it right there. It was you know what we teammates we get along fine. You pass me the ball, I score. You score a win, I pass you the ball if I want to pass you the ball. <laughs> you know, but then when Kobe got caught doing whatever he was doing, it was well Shaq does it too. That's exactly how he came out and said it at a press conference. But oh, see, that's something snitching. that nobody talking about. Oh, see, I know I ain't like that. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that something that you don't talk about though? Because he's the superstar. I don't know, man. That's I think it's something that probably flew over people's heads and didn't come up until now. Because you have to understand, like back then, social social media wasn't really all that prevalent. So now, uh, any little small video leaked. That's it. In in an hour, how many how many likes, how many views is going to get? A statement from Kobe, a statement, a statement from Kobe back then. That is true. A that's, press that's, release, or maybe you know, maybe a video or a, a press conference. But how many people are going to see it? That's this is true. true. That's, that's true. true. Okay. That's true. And so the, the the area the area. Well, Kobe said it anyway. <laughs> all right, that nigga snitched too. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I, I guess the era of social media is really what's damaging and damaging everything like now because man, I mean. This is when this went viral so fast, and like now, you don't even think about D'Angelo Russell as a ball player. You think about D'Angelo Russell as the snitch. That's it. That's it. You know the dude that so that told on Nick Young. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. I was looking at the interview. I was like, "Dang, I feel bad for that dude." Then I was like, "Nah, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. I'm bad for none of them." No, I mean, I mean that's that's bad, man. You like know? I always Did say, Karma's Karma a, a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So really, truthfully, I felt like what Nick Young was doing in the dark came to light. That's Karma. Um, and then D'Angelo Russell, what he did was wrong. Yeah. And now he's taking heat for it. And now he sees what he's doing is wrong, and it's karma as well. So, I mean. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj reaping all the benefits. Well, uh. That was the uh, the one segment I got. I'm going to pass it over to. Uh, you know, what? let's move into another one. Okay, well, go ahead, go ahead, man. Because because these, they, I guess they were married or whatnot. You know, about Ooh. to get married. When do y'all feel? Because you know, I'm kind of moving in this direction right now. Mm. When do y'all feel? I guess is a good time to go ahead and drop down on one knee and ask your 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 lady, your special lady. Will she marry you? I'll pass it to Charles. When you ready. Yeah, yeah. Ask Charles. I'll tell you when. Don't feel pressure. Do it when you ready. If you ain't ready, don't do it. Because if you're not ready, then you're not ready for the commitment. <laughs> and that means that all this stuff that you were doing before that you thought was not marriage stuff, you're still going to be doing because you aren't ready. So wait till you're ready. And when you're ready, then find some special way to do it and do it. 
I guess that's a little too easy. All right. <laughs> Next question. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's an expert. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the man here. So, you know, he's, you know. Okay, well, well let's really? just kind of, to kind of piggyback off that, Charles, how did you know that it was that time? Well, see, when I did, Beyonce just came out with the song talking about put a ring on it, right? Oh, <laughs> so you blaming Beyonce for this? I mean, okay. I'm not blaming her or nothing, but it was like, you know, that's a good point. She was talking to you, pretty mm, much. That was a good point. She was yeah. talking to you in the song. So I was like, well, you know, it might be, you know, it might be that time because I really don't want to lose her. So it was like after a year of our relationship, I knew I wasn't ready to get married, but I knew that we were going to wait till after school was over. So yeah. in college, I was like, well, it's been a year, so might as well. And I knew that was going to be long term anyway. So I was like, well, why not yeah. propose? I mean, you can always go back on a proposal. That if if that was something that you wanted to do, and it's not like a can you it's you not, can go back on a proposal. Yeah, you can say okay, we're oh, not gonna get, get married anymore. Yeah. It is a promise, this a contract, a, but I'm gonna say it's a business plan. Like, like, <laughs> it is, but it happens. Like that's why they ask you to say I do. Yeah. You say I don't. That means you take it back <laughs> to the promise. Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, so, that's I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty heavy, man. Like. And I mean, you're one of like the young generation that are married. Like you know, and growing up, a lot of our parents were married at young ages. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, know, how do you, how do you sustain it? Compromise. That's the that's the biggest part, really and truly. Like anything that you do, you have to be a servant to it. So if you're not if you're not going to be a servant to what you're going to do, then it's not going to work. Right. So if both people aren't willing to be a servant or a slave to your relationship, what are you doing it for? Yeah. Sounds so harsh. A lot of sacrifice. It really is. Work, is, work, work is the same way. You're doing a whole bunch of shit that you don't want to do <laughs> because you know you're going to get paid for it. Yeah, it's true. A lot so, of sacrifice. I mean, it's the same way. Like You're doing a lot of shit, chores, whatever. It so be. what's the reward? I mean, Just knowing that you got that person? or Yeah, like, that. That feeling of coming home to somebody every night. Yeah, and cook meals, massages. Hell, there's a lot of reward. Yeah. <laughs> And see, that's another reason, I guess, kind of as to why you married her. Because she, you know, everything that you want as a guy, she checked off. Like, okay, right. you, you I'll tell y'all this. Y'all gonna, you're going to marry your mom, whether you think it's weird yeah. or not. You're going to marry somebody that's like your mom. So, all the stuff that you see your mom doing, like, if she yell at you for your room not being clean, your wife go yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she'd be like, you know what? You never do this. Yeah, your wife's gonna do the same thing. I mean, if your if your mom like Laffy Taffy's, your your wife's gonna like that. It's about the same thing. It might it might not be Laffy Taffy's, it might be now or later, but it's gonna be the same concept. Like they're gonna be essentially the same. Can you say you see that time? Um, I can't. I can't. I can see that. I can see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and so I guess like hate to admit it, but yeah, I can see it. <laughs> so does it? Is but it's it, not is weird. It weird it's, it's not a weird. It's not time. weird because I mean, you love your mom unconditionally, yeah, so you're gonna right. love your wife yeah. unconditionally the same way. And you like you don't think, oh my god, I'm married to my mom. You just see certain things that are the same. So like, mom, okay, that, ha- that happened to me like a couple of weeks ago. My mom, we, we all went to McDonald's. So we walk out the, out the um, McDonald's. My mom was like, "Did you get the stroller out of the car?" So I didn't answer. My wife walks out. Did you get the stroller out of the car? <laughs> and my mom heard her too, and she just started laughing. She was like, "I just asking the same thing." <laughs> and I said, "See, I told y'all, y'all are the same exact person." <laughs> I, can, I can see that because, uh, like, me and my mom will have little spats going back and forth, and my lady will go ahead and 
take my mom's side and be like, yeah, why the fuck are you here? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, you're supposed to be with me. <laughs> All that, you leave your wife, I mean, you leave your mom to marry your wife stuff, you leave your mom to marry your mom. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who wrote the Bible, but somebody didn't edit it. <laughs> that part. Oh, man. Let's, All right, well, let, let's piggy, let's, uh, I guess, go into something for the single guys here. Well, not technically not single, but, <laughs> but, but, but. Not married. Are not married or moving in that, well, not that close to putting a ring on it just mm-hmm. yet. But just in that direction. Exactly. Heading in that direction. Do y'all feel, because I guess this topic came back up um, at work, you know, on Facebook and shit. Yeah. Um, this whole spending $200 on a $200 date. $200 date. That was yeah. yeah. I never heard that. Oh, yeah. Do you think spending $200 on a date? Is too much. Yes. Hell yeah. Period. A date. Uh, yeah. We talking about. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Now hold on, hold on. Let's let's clarify this. So so this is your old lady. Nope. First date. Oh, oh hell, hell no. no. <laughs> I say, <laughs> I say <laughs> hell no. <laughs> hell no. No. Not on the first. You know. Me and that two hundred dollars could constitute you don't get no ass either. So. I'm gonna yeah, say that's, that's, that's how we know you're single, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how we know you're fucking single. Yeah. You just throw it right out there, like, like I'm just, I'm just here for ass. Yeah. <laughs> how much money I got to spend? I want the booty. Right. <laughs> I'm just fucking pirate out there. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, I mean, never do a crime with the vault. <laughs> right. No. He ain't listen to Outkast either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he ain't twenty. He don't listen to him either. I just feel like I mean, and I'm not saying that ass has to be the the goal. You've already said it. You're not saying it. But well, I'm just saying if you gonna spend, you gonna spend that type of investment in a woman on the first date. What if this is the one? You you, you don't know that on the first date. Um. Nah, because I mean you. How many dates would you? How many dates would yeah. have to be for you to spend two hundred dollars? I've done it before. Man, I, man, I honestly think it probably it, she'd have to be my old lady before I spent two hundred dollars in one night. You know that. what? You know what my whole thing was. What the fuck are you doing? And you spending two hundred dollars? Like that. That's what got me was. What exactly are you doing that you spending two hundred dollars? It really ain't that hard. It just depends on the restaurant that you go. to. Okay, so you're basing it off the restaurant. Yeah, I mean two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what. I mean, I guess you can say that because if you go like two hundred dollars, I'm just saying two hundred dollars total. Like, because I'm like, okay. we can go to a decent restaurant. We can go do whatever you know else after have a good time. I still don't think that's going to come up. No, the, the, only, the only way you're going to spend two hundred dollars, okay, if you go to Chima. Cause if you that, that's eighty dollars a person. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Fuck you for that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. So that's eighty dollars a person. So you pay for her and you. So that's one hundred and sixty dollars. Let's say she get a drink or two. That's maybe one hundred seventy, hundred eighty dollars. Then y'all go to a movie. That's two hundred dollars. That's one hell of a first date. That's a hell also of a think first, it that's a hell of a date. That's I think, a hell I think of a it depends date. on the type of girl you um you kind of messing with too or you talking right. to. Cause like my girl. She's very simple. Okay. And if I spend 50 on her, she's like, what the fuck are you doing, Rob? And she's dead serious. Not like... Ding, 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 ding. Right. Same here, nigga. Like, <laughs> right. But I guess I guess the reason why I, I can't necessarily put $200 on a girl on the first date because I don't even know if she deserves that value what, what of $200. If, what if it's the first fourth date? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you said you said the first date though. You said the first date. I said first, but I'm just saying now. What if it's a horse? He said we don't go on dates. So I ain't say that. I ain't say that. But I mean, I mean, you can still, you can go, you can have a really nice, you can have, you can have a nice intimate evening, and not spend two hundred dollars. That's what I think. Yeah, but I mean, it's a lot of females. It depends on the restaurant though. And I think, and I think the two hundred woman too. You know, I think the two hundred dollars is just coming from this reality BS because like. Everybody sees reality TV shows and all this. I want to have this. I want to have that. So they only accepting nothing but. Oh, right. No. Even then, I could take you to. I mean, I guess some people would think this is a high end restaurant, but I could take you to McCormick and Schmick, and not really still not end. spend two hundred dollars. No, no. You 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 won't even really high end. You, you might not spend a hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, you're not you're not you you spend like eighty or ninety on the meal. That's like okay. For example, yeah. me and my girl restaurant. Our favorite restaurant is Enzo's in Epicenter. Um, I think you pay for location there because I don't even like their food. Yeah, but I'm saying in, in general, though, that's one of our favorite restaurants. You know, because we like okay. so we get the uh, lobster egg roll with appetizer. That's sixteen. Um, we get we both get we like sesame chicken. So that's twenty dollars right there. Well, twenty dollars menu. Right. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm saying, menu. I'm saying, I'm saying nah. in general. So and then you have a drink or two, whatever. Either way it goes. Every time I go, my total ends up being seventy eight dollars okay. or seventy some dollars. Period or eighty at the most. So that's just us going to Enzo's. Mind you, we got the appetizer, the entree. entree. Didn't get dessert, but I got drinks. Okay, I guess I'm eight. a cheap motherfucker there. Because I'm saying that's a hell of a yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I like your idea. I think it's actually right on par. I think that should be you know a typical date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, that could even be the first date. That could be the last fucking date. Nah, Who I knows? See, yeah. You know, right. but me, I'm I'm too cheap at times. Me, I'm like. What's your favorite fucking alcohol? Oh, you like Patron? Guess what? I can go buy your ass a fucking <laughs> bottle. Right. Come to your crib. We can drink a little bit. I can cook. I, yeah, no, 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 no. That's the thing. Yeah, I could cook, but nah. We can go out and we can. I can find you a nice restaurant. Depending on what you want. If you're trying to be laid back, I can find you a restaurant for that. Yeah. If you want to go and you want to dress up, I can find you a restaurant for, restaurant for that. Right. And I'm still not going to spend $200. <laughs> $200. Right. It's, it's, it's got to be a special occasion, though. I yeah. I've never, that's, 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 that's it. I've never and done a first date ain't a special <laughs> enough occasion <laughs> for me to drop $200. I ain't going to do that on one year anniversary. Right. My first date was... <laughs> I'm I'm I mean, that's... Part. Yeah, that's... That was like $15, putt-putt, and Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey, but that's smooth. She enjoyed that She enjoyed it. It's simple. It's different, too. Yeah, it is. It is. And I mean, dropping that two hundred dollars don't necessarily mean it's gonna be no. convenient or not necessarily convenient. Like out, you know, separated from somebody else. You want to do something different. Right. Ain't well, no two hundred dollar date. There's no two hundred dollar. Ain't no two hundred dollar date. There's man. occasions that, right. that you pay two hundred dollars. But I mean, that's like flowers, a gift, yeah, you know, and dinner. You know, okay, that's fine. That but still ain't two hundred dollars. No couples massage or something. Shit. <laughs> it's crazy. That was a cool. That was a cool first date though, man. What? Putt putt. Yeah. Yeah, I know. All her friends talked. About it still to this day, like oh, they call me putt putt. Oh, they go that nigga putt putt. My my girl, my girl definitely says that our first date was I took her to the fair, but I was like, bro, we were just friends. (laughs) She's like, nah, we were dating. Like I knew I wanted you then, and you wanted me. I'm like, nah, bro. Like (laughs) we we were just cool. I've never been to the fucking like being here in Charlotte. I've never been to the state fair. Yeah. So we were in college. Right. That's that's the thing. Like, fair, fair advice, though. Right. I, went, I went in college. Bro. That's the thing. I didn't go till college. Me either. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so she's seven, like, "Yo, I've been. You know, this is like, who doesn't go to the state fair? Right. You ain't doing nothing but petting animals. 
You <laughs> well, I mean, riding rides. Riding rides, you know, getting the different foods. Yeah. yeah. So we go, and she's like, yeah, this is like our first date. And I'm like, you just my friend, bro. Like, <laughs> like she was trying to hold my hand and shit. She's like, you going to hold my hand? Me? I'm thinking like you. I'm like, you going to give me some ass? <laughs> like, I'll hold your hand. You, you going to give me some ass? Great. She, wow. she made me wait. And I guess when she made me wait, it was like, all right. She might be a little serious, you know. Yeah. So, you even then, it more yeah, too. I appreciate it more. But at the same time, there was nowhere close being $200 spent. Yeah, at all. And see, this is my this is my thing on the whole two hundred dollar thing. Okay, two hundred dollar first date. How has she earned the right for you to spend two hundred dollars on her? Just the first date. You don't know. Have no expectations. You you don't know what to expect. You could get to this dinner and this meal, and she'd be dry as hell. Boring. Like what kind of drive? Something. But you went left. Man, hey, I hey, left. hey, we I all had a thought like I was asking. Man. I wasn't trying to say that. I'm just saying she just. No conversation, bland, boring, but you just dropped $200 on this chick. But see, hey, she looking for a And she gonna go brag to her friends, girl, this dude dropped $200 on me, and I ain't do nothing with him. I went, no, nah, you, you gotta. Put like this, I know, I know females that would say they were going on a date with a guy because it's a free meal. Yep. So if I know that, some people have that mentality, why am I gonna go to go somewhere and spend $200? Right. But I know. See, that's the thing though, you gotta know. I don't, I don't know about you. Well, maybe it was different. It's different time. What? But who gonna? I mean, if you don't know the person like that, what? Why would you go on a date? Why are you even going on? It a could date? be a friend. If you don't, I you mean, don't it could be it. someone that you're cool with. I mean, right. just in general. But if you haven't talked to them for a while, like, why would you even consider going on a date? That's true. I don't. Yeah, that's true. Because then, I mean, you would know if they was dry if you got to the date point. Because you'd be like, no. This but I, I mean, I mean, but but still, like, okay, let's say you known him for like, let's say two weeks. And he's like, oh, let me take you out. And then you get this opportunity to take her out. Then you take her to this fly-ass restaurant. Like, you want to take her. Impress her. But then when you sit down and have a conversation face-to-face for the first time on a date, you just kind of like, yo, she kind of just not, I ain't really feeling this. Like, she could just be sitting there. She could be on her phone. She could just be whatever. And guess what? Yeah. Two separate tabs. Can I get two? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's always an option. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You can that always go best. True. Yeah, that's true. Hey, don't play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't play yourself. Moral of the story is don't drop $200 on the first date. Yeah, definitely not. You know, so that, that's if you want, you know, because you can't, first of all, you go, you drop out there and give her $200 first date. How you going to match that on the second date? She's right. going to expect right. that's the next line. date, $300 date, $400 date. Shit, my bill collectors expect payment on a certain date, but they <laughs> might not get it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, that being said, yeah, you can't take her downtown to a, a five star restaurant, and then on the second date, you take her to Chili's. True. She gonna be heated. She gonna be like, uh, I don't step in here. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be yeah, mad. You, 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 you Yeah, you, you gonna walk home? Like, <laughs> right, bro, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys expect? A female to pay for a date. Ever? Say, not, not ever. I mean, like, by your fourth date. Are you expect by your third date, are you expecting her to pay? If she don't ask to pay on the first date, if she don't ask to pay for herself or try to make you not pay mm-hmm. for... Right. Yeah. All right. No. On the first date. It won't be no second. It's, 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 it's a respect okay. thing. Like, even though she, she can yeah. probably... You, you know, you got every intention of paying, but the fact that she may say, you want me to pay for mine? Oh. 
It's gonna, it's gonna raise your eye. You gonna be like, damn. I, I'll this, say this, my girl. I didn't mean to cut you off. You good, my girl? Um, I spend, I get dinner every night, cook at home, get it out, whatever. Eventually, she's gonna say, Rob, I got you. Now I'm, I'm like, you know, what I'm saying, I'm like, no, nah, I got no, no. You've been doing too much. I got you. So I think it comes. I think um, well, a lot of people forget. In my opinion, a relationship is fifty fifty. Right. So. One person should not be be doing more than the other. So when it comes to, I think it's all. I think it's also compromise too. So if I get dinner, maybe or we go to the store. I get stuff for dinner. You get stuff for breakfast, kind of thing. Or I get the food. You get the beverage, kind of thing. It's always for me and my girl. It's always a, you get this, I get that. So for me, I feel like a relationship it should be fifty fifty. Um, at least get the tip, right? At you know least. what I'm saying? Like, I pay for the I pay for the meal. You get the tip, five dollars uh, at least. Rob preaching to us again, like <laughs> fucking Duvall was last week. And shit. <laughs> like, this is how you do it here. <laughs> but I mean, the, the Lord says, uh, <laughs> but that's a, that's a good that's a great thing to do. Like, I mean, that's like perfect. Like just having that. That fifty-fifty and just having that understanding the of balance. okay, yeah, okay. the balance. Yeah. And a lot, I feel like a lot of relationships don't have that balance because nowadays women just expect the guy, okay, he's gonna do everything, you know. But I'm gonna be honest, like I mean that a woman actually saying, okay, well I got this or I got that, you know, it, it, it goes a long way. It goes a long way, you know. It, it makes you really think, okay, well this girl could really like you know hold a brother down, like mm-hmm. you know, so. They want to preach independence. They better show it somehow. (laughs) (laughs) And that's coming from the married man, right? Right. (laughs) And that's not to say that I'm not gonna pay the bulk of the the dates and and everything because I'm expected to do that. Right. I I understand taking care of that. But that one time, you know, when you chilling and you had a long day, and she just be like, "Look, I'm gonna bring dinner home tonight." Oh, that's gonna stick out. Mm-hmm. That's gonna separate her <laughs> from like anybody else you've ever like dealt with. And you like, you know what? Shoot, you know this might be some, you know this might be some. Serious. Are you expecting to pay? And you pull out your card, and she be like, "No, nah, I got it tonight." Mm-hmm. See, I feel like that's just a tactic women gonna use. <laughs> like, like, oh, he might like me a little bit more if I do this, or no, that's why you trick him. It's right. Like, All right. You sure you don't want me to pay? No, okay, you want to pay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> then they'll never do that again. And, 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 although they, and just because they may use that right. tactic, don't guarantee that that's going to really still keep them. Because, I mean, there's still other things that you got to do yeah, yeah. for them to, you know, check off all everything on your checklist. Right. What will be your top three in your checklist? Me? Who? Good question. Uh,. My big thing is intelligence. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I need you to be smart. Like, I need you to have common sense, book smarts. I just need you to be all around fucking smart. Okay. Like, if I ever fail, I need you to know what to do or how to maintain without me being there. Like, I need you to be able to be like, you know what? My guy's on hard times. I can handle this shit, you know, because I'm smart enough to do it. Like, that. that's... That's my major thing. I can handle just about any and everything else. Oh, well, in cleanliness as well. Like, yeah, you got to right, be fucking right. clean. But, um, not intelligence. Intelligence. I think hygiene might be a number two for me. Right. What's number one? I mean, yeah, yeah intelligence is okay. definitely a number one. Well, I mean, if I, I kind of group intelligence with goals. 
Yeah, so if yeah, you, you, you said it. Yeah, if you don't have you know goals or no intelligence to get to those goals, uh, kind of cancel that. So number two, yeah, I, I'll put hygiene. You know, like dirt under your nails, teeth not black. That might that might also be one of those. Uh, you know, uh, I think for me it has to one of them has big to be, toe thing. Has to be mother- <laughs> one of them has to be motherly. I mean, because for me, I potentially want to have a family. So right. if I'm dating you, I don't know how this is going to end up. Um, but you have to have some type of motherly quality about you because I don't know if you're going to end up being the mother of my kids. Might be responsible. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think me is, is my main thing is like respect. Hmm. Not only just have respect for yourself, have respect for me, have respect for the relationship, just all around. Just like no tolerance of like disrespect. Like really understand me, respect me, honor me, just like I honor you. Um, but yeah, all those things, those other things, hygiene, uh, intelligence, and I'm not saying you have to be like masters or doctor or anything like that, but you got to really, you got to really have a plan. You got to have some type of level of education. Yeah. Yeah. Bachelor's though. Yeah. 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 Some kind of plan in place, (laughs) some kind of goal, something you want to achieve, some, something that you want to reach. Um, and you just go work hard at it because you know. We all know all of us around here. We hard working, so we gonna work hard. We just gonna need our old lady to work hard too, you know. So I also want you to be independent, but not so independent that you don't need me. Right. I think that's the main thing. Cause I believe some women, I believe in being independent. I mean, on some serious stuff, but don't be so independent that you feel like you don't need a man. Cause I don't, I don't believe that. You know, actually, I think we all want to be loved at some point in time. Right. So, that's true. Or I should say, you don't need someone because you know some people. Yeah, because you know those women out there that just, uh, I don't need no man, I don't need this, I don't need that. So, I don't know. It might be the money over bitches kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same concept. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I know um, I know you all had something, some things that y'all wanted to kind of discuss. Rob, what did you... Uh, what did you bring? Want to bring this evening? Because I know you. I know you got right, a lot. So Mister Mister Information. Nah, mine is mine is a little different. Um, we kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like talking about background. I know, right? Yeah, that that was tied with the ice machine. Yeah, Who fucking well. <laughs> I would say, um, growing up as young black men, um, how did extracurricular activities or sports shape who you are today? Um. I'll say for me, because I grew up, shoot, since I can't remember playing basketball, football, baseball, um, I wasn't into no soccer, hockey, track, nothing like that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it really influenced me in a lot of ways. As you all know, I was the only child, so because of that, like, I didn't have a lot of, like, friends to play with. I had a few friends in the neighborhood, but, like, a lot of my teammates kind of had were my friends so they kind of taught me how to share um they taught me y'all the best i'm talking about me man but uh i mean they they had a big influence on me man i think extracurricular activity it, Those it, are my toys <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it, it kept me it kept me out of a lot of trouble kept me away from a lot of stuff that went on in my neighborhood um, that I wasn't able to see, and also that was my parents too. They I couldn't come down the street, but uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think extracurricular activity really really helped me. Um, I honestly think it helped me in ways from a professional level too. Just of just focus, um, understanding, listening, um, always trying to get better. Um, 
all those types of things, being aware of your surroundings, being helpful. Um, because in sports, you, you take a lot of what you do in your day-to-day life from what you did in sports growing up. Like you that, know that three man weave. What'd you do with that? No, it ain't had nothing to do with three man weave. <laughs> but just you know, just the just the camaraderie you had with your teammates. You kind of bring that same kind of camaraderie not only with your friends but with your coworkers. Um, you know your family. Uh, a lot of those things. I I think I took a lot from having extracurricular activity growing up. I mean, and I enjoyed it. Um, sometimes I wish I was still a kid. Sometimes with no worries so and just. Man. Being able to just do whatever I want and, you know, still had them fresh young legs, man. I could run up and down the court all day, every day, with not even getting tired. But old heads be like, oh, <laughs> hey, man, I know. Fresh I know, legs. I know. That's an old man concept. Fresh I think, that's fresh legs right there. <laughs> I think for me, um, I have this story. My dad always talks about it. Kind of embarrassing, whatever. But remember in um, elementary school, I don't know if y'all had it in Fayetteville. I don't know. But in Charlotte, we had Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like we had we had basketball. Did y'all have basketball twin elementary? So for me, I always wanted to play basketball. So um, in fourth grade, that's when you can be be in boys and girls club. This <laughs> dude. So this is when you can um be in boys and girls club. And for me, I wanted to be in there so bad because I wanted to play basketball. Now knowing that it was really for kids that. Didn't have, I don't want to say didn't have much opportunity, but was in low income housing and stuff like that. Right. So I didn't I didn't realize how much of a benefit it had for them at a young age. But for me, I just wanted to play basketball. Right. So I'll never forget. My teacher called my dad. Was like he's crying so hard because he wants to be in the boys and girls club because he wants to play basketball. So just sign him up for why I'm saying because he does not need to be in boys and girls club because he's in a nice two parent home. Right kind of thing. So for me, I was like, yo, dad, I just want to play basketball. Like, I didn't, you know, whatever. He was like, but Rob, you, it's different. So for me, seeing at a young age how athletics actually plays a part in shaping young men, it starts at a young age. So basketball gives them uh, an authority figure, a coach. Yeah. You know, put them in line. My first basketball coach was militant. So he had us doing push-ups on fingertips. Oh. Right. <laughs> I'm in full grade. I can't, I can barely hold my own body weight. You know what I'm saying? So he's like. Push those on fingertips, makes fingertips stronger. Dude, I just want to shoot a basketball. Like I don't, right. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, having that, well, and for a lot of other kids, having that one coach that was kind of like that father figure that puts you in your place, showing you discipline, showing that you talking back to me is not going to work because not only does it impact you, but it impacts the whole team. As a matter of fact, your actions makes the whole team suffer. So yeah. in general, down the line, your one action can make not just you but it can be a, a domino effect and affect other people so i feel like um growing up in the society as we are right now as young black men we are already have targets so in my opinion we are we already have targets but yeah. i feel like athletic you know athletics and when it comes to basketball football baseball whatever you play i think it shapes you as a person because you learn certain things that i don't think you necessarily learn just out in the neighborhood playing with your friends. True. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> um, with me, it's kind of hard to say that, like about my coach and stuff like that growing up. Because, I mean, I played soccer. I played basketball. Soccer? Yeah. Um, soccer is a fun-ass sport, man. You were the only black dude out there? No, actually, I wasn't. Oh, okay. You know, I grew. Up, I actually grew up in the hood in Springfield, Massachusetts, nigga. Oh, okay, my bad, um, my bad. Go ahead. But um, yeah, it is a hood. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
running back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> my whole Aaron thing Hill is, is <laughs> <laughs> come on. Now. <laughs> my thing was like I always wanted to be like my cousin, mm-hmm. and like my cousin's four years older than me, and then I have another cousin who's four years older than he is. But um, the one that's just four years older than me, I always wanted to be like him. And with him, he was always the best one on his team. So he played soccer. That's why I play soccer. So he was the best one on the soccer field. So when we play basketball, he's the best one on the fucking team. He's the best one in the gym at the time, no matter who's playing. So I've always wanted to be like him. Um, I can't really put it so much on my coaches because one of my coaches was a fucking drug addict. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Another one of my coaches got fired for fucking because she was, what, stealing food or something like that because she wasn't getting paid enough. Like, she ain't had the money. Um, And that was my soccer coach, I believe. Um, So, so, I mean, I can't really say it was, I can't really say it was my coaches, but, I mean, it was like my cousins uh, that that helped shape me, Mm -hmm. you know, that. Molded me into something, and then I guess I want to say it was I had to be in like the third grade, and uh, I used to go to Saturday school because it was to give something. It was to give black kids something to do without well without being in the streets. Okay, so it was a way to get it, you, get you off the streets. Yeah, kinda. it wasn't techni- technically it wasn't technically school, like but we did go up to the boys and girls club. And, like, they would just teach us about black history. They would make sure our math was good. They would make sure we can speak well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's just what they would do for us. It was just black men that took time out that day to do this for black kids so that way we weren't on the streets. Okay. And um, I remember being in the third. Yeah, I had to be the third grade or whatnot. And one of them, he was a decent basketball player. Um, that's why that's how I connected with him because basketball is my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. He brought me to the side, and I know how you wanted to play basketball. That's all you want to do is play basketball. But when I'm in the third grade, he brought me to the well. He took everybody to the side, and he was like, "Yo," he was like, "You know, the percentage of going actually going to the NBA is low." It is. Mm-hmm. And when he brought me those percentages at that time, I was like, "Well, shit!" You know, all these other kids kept going. Well, fuck it, I, I'm gonna make it. My whole thing was, well, I'll let them play. I want to fucking own the team, and that's what like that's what shaped me. I guess that's kind of what put like a hustler's ambition in me, yeah. you know. So it wasn't really a coach. I guess it was more of a teacher that helped do that for me. I mean, it was still extracurricular, mm-hmm. you know. So. But it wasn't really a coach that you know helped me learn how to share because I mean I had older cousins that I live with like I wasn't really raised entirely by my mom mm-hmm. okay. uh, and I wasn't raised by my dad at all like my grandmother raised me so it was me and my cousins in the crib and then my brother came along and it was right. me my brother and my cousins in the crib so I wanted to be like my older cousins because I guess in a sense that was my older brother you know he kind of showed me how to share he showed me how to fight he showed me how to do pretty much everything. You mean, so, I mean, that's kind of what shaped me. It wasn't really coaches because my coaches were going through hard times. <laughs> like, these niggas was fucking out on the streets and shit, you know, robbing people, you know. So, I mean, I guess that that's what that was. Nice watch. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. What about you, Mr. Fayetteville, man? Uh, well, I didn't really play on any uh, teams until... I was like in high school, 
Um, so I was in martial arts since I was like three, from like three to Same here. three to fifteen <laughs> or something like that. So I mean, that's what taught me uh, self discipline and that kind of stuff. And doing those push-ups like Rob talking about on your fingertips and on your knuckles on the concrete, stuff like that. Uh, but it was, I don't know, it's kind of weird because, you know, you don't really think about, you know, the things that you did while you were younger that, you know, help you to be where you are now. But it was like basically just staying busy. So as long as you weren't, you know, idle... Uh, your mind was doing something totally different and you never even thought about those kind of things. So it's like, you know, I had friends in my neighborhood who were, you know, selling drugs, doing whatever, and fed, 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 nah, you know. <laughs> um, but I never got into that kind of stuff. Whenever I saw them, I was like playing basketball. There was, I mean, maybe they were smoking weed or something. <laughs> I was like, I'm not smoking weed, that's stupid. Like, I don't even see the point of it. I don't even see the point of smoking weed. So I was like, well, not doing that. Not drinking. I don't even see the point of that either. Right. So it was like... That's I, changed. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I waited until I was 21 to drink my right. first drink. So right. it was like, okay, it's legal now. So, I mean, right. it's, a, right. it's something that I enjoy doing. <laughs> I, I can't say that. No, no underage <laughs> drinking for you, huh? I didn't. Oh. Um, but it was like... Good kid, Mad City. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Hey. So it was like... Uh, it just, I guess, I was scared to get in trouble with my parents. Like disappointing, not even getting in trouble. It's just disappointing them right. and not being what they wanted me to be. So it was like, I mean, even though you know they wanted me to get ice water or ice cream or whatever they wanted me to do in the house when it was right next to the refrigerator, <laughs> um, I mean, I just wanted to make them proud at any cost. So it was just staying out of trouble was just staying busy for me. Um, doing martial arts three times a week, like that, really kept me tired. So it was not. You know, I ain't going outside to, to sell no drugs. Hell, right. I'm tired. Yeah. Right. Or I was going to play basketball on the weekend. So it was like I never really did anything organized or there was no coach or anything. But um, I guess my instructor was somebody who, you know, my parents told if I got in trouble, stuff like that. If I got in trouble in school, like I was talking in school. He's like, all right, he ain't going to be talking in school yeah. no more. We're going to give me 50 push-ups outside. So I'm like, damn. Now I'm out here struggling <laughs> on my knuckles and everybody looking at me. I guess I think, you know, that you say that, I think that whole aspect of, like, respect for your parents as far as being afraid of them has gone out the window with yeah. this generation. Yes. Yeah. Um, they don't got no parents. Because, well, yeah, not only that, they but it's kids, kids ra- yeah, kids raising kids, you know. Yeah. So, but, like, I remember being afraid of my dad when I was younger. I mean, he did come around. You know, and he always told me like, "Oh boy, if you ever go to jail, I'm, I'm gonna be right there in the jail cell with you, beating your ass." You know, <laughs> like literally, and that shit literally put fear in my heart until I don't know how how old I was, you know, and then I started to see the world for what it was, you know, and I realized this nigga out here selling fucking drugs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, fucking karma right there, you know, you know, but um, I think that whole aspect, like I said, that's what's missing today. Like, you got parents that go up to a parent-teacher meeting, uh, parent-teacher meeting, and they're upset at the at the teacher. <laughs> right? You know, it's like, how the fuck are you upset that your child is talking in class? It's like you know? that video on Facebook that the teacher, uh, the kid was in seventh grade and went out to the teacher, and then the teacher basically kind of like restrained him and kind of slammed him. Yeah, I seen. And that. then people were saying that the parents wanted the teacher to get fired. Yeah, and it's like, but your son. Shouldn't have charged a teacher. Exactly. If he really wanted to, he would have threw a left 
yeah. and a right. Exactly. You know, but I mean, these kids acting grown because they feel like they can be grown because they basically deal with a kid or well, a, a parent that is a child or with a child mentality. But in all actuality, I mean, it's some. It's, it's yeah, and people, man. people are too easy. I think me personally, I think that people are too easy to blame it on like the music. Like, when I was coming out, I was able to listen to whatever I wanted to. My first album was Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> and actually, it was explicit. You know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. And I was um, like, you should be too scared to do that shit. <laughs> my, my first album I listened to was DMX. Flesh of My Flesh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, was that? Uh, it's Darker Here, Hell's mm-hmm. High, some, some shit like that. Like, that whole album was... That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, that's what I was listening to. Eminem, first album shit, you know? Yeah. It was like you can't blame that, the music. Yeah, I don't think you could blame, blame the, music the music because at the end of the day it's you and your actions mm-hmm. on how you want to go about it. Uh I think it's like instilled just human nature, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. Parents ain't whooping your ass. Exactly. That's, that's like like nah. me and my sister talk about this all the time, how my dad I'm his son, so you know, he's kinda like I tell people all the time, yeah, I may be the youngest dude, you know, the youngest child, and yes, I may be the only boy, but I am my father's son. Yeah. So when I got discipline, it was my father. And my dad basically be like, look, we'll be riding in the car. Man, if I ever seen you, I'm going to bust in your mouth. <laughs> cool. I would never do that. <laughs> you do that, I'll, I'll knock the teeth out of you. Oh, okay, dad, I, I get it. You know, I'll knock your ass. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even when it came to weight, it was, man, if you was that fat and I saw you eating a burger mouth, I'll punch shit out your ass. Man, damn, <laughs> uh, yeah. can a nigga eat? You know what I'm saying? going to feed my ass? I just want a piece of cheese. <laughs> yeah. But... And in general, I feel like, but at the end of the day, my dad basically was showing me that he loved me. It was just, it was tough love. Basically, showing me how to be, well, how to be a man. Basically, yeah. like, basically. So for me, it's like, I feel like nowadays these kids. I worked at the YMCA for a little while, and I saw these kids being so sensitive. Yeah. And it's like because I didn't see a father bringing them to basketball practice. I seen a mother or their sister. Yeah. And it's like it's crazy because I used to tell these kids, "Hey, um, if you score ten points, I give you a free snack." Mind you, I was paying a dollar for the snack because I'm not going to give you free snack. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever. But for them, it was like motivation. Like this guy, and I was like, yo, I'll come to your game. So then I show up at the game, and it was like their face just light up. And it was like, wow, it's this male present, you know, yeah. at my game. I'm going to show out. And they, one dude put up 16 points from, hey, yo, can I get that snack? I got you. Thanks for coming to my game. All right, cool. Come to the next one. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But after a while, it was like every young kid that didn't have a father figure was like, Rob, come to my game. I try. If I get off and you still playing, I come. I show up, and there you go. But to me, it's like that right there. I paid a lot of dollars. Hey, <laughs> but I mean, it's for, it's for the kids, man. It's, it's for the kids because you know, like I said, strippers got kids too, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're throwing them dollars. <laughs> so I mean, it's for the kids because at the end of the day, you want these kids to actually look up to someone, right? And I'm not saying females don't do a good job. I think females do a great job. But I feel like when it comes to being a man. There are certain things that a man can only teach. Right. That's my personal opinion. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this segment up, man. I'm a uh, I'm gonna go way off, man, because we've been real uh, real analytical this evening, man. We just went. <laughs> uh, well, we got some reviews saying we need to be. <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. So um, I got this last segment, man. It's been on my mind, man. Uh, we all love movies. We all love all that kind of stuff. So. My question to you all is, has the era of like the early, the late 80s, 90s, 2000s of the classic movies and TV shows ended? And will there ever be like a, 
like a, a area where like for instance like all the movies and TV shows that we're getting now I mean they're irrelevant like I mean the movies that come out I don't even go to the movies anymore but like you could think back 10 years ago 15 years ago all the classic movies Friday uh, Anaconda like all those like classic <laughs> movies I mean the VHS <laughs> I mean I mean, I granted they may be a little VHS but they converted to DVD now but like I mean even like TV shows, Fresh Prince, Martin. Uh, you saying is that era gone? Yeah, is it gone? Because it's, I mean, you do you look no, at it's no. watered down though. No, I, I can't even say that. You th- so you think it'll be back? No, I, I can't say it's gone. I feel like there's a time and place for everything, like in music. Okay. Our, par- our parents be like, oh well, we had this, we had this, we had that rapper, we had this singer. In thirty years, we, we'll be saying the same. Yeah, thing. we have that now, like. Like for instance, like a a Bismarck key or something like that mm-hmm. is the equivalent to fucking a fucking Fetty Wap or a Soldier Boy or something like that. Okay, so what about exactly this? Who? 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 That's what you said. What about this though? Like I, me and my girl will talk about how R and B isn't the same. So you have nineties R and B. Why? Because they're not laying down on the cover. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying like, like, so like R and B. So they they on the fucking soundtrack laying down nah, on the pillow like, next to me. On, on some serious stuff, like for me, it's like in the. The nineties and early two thousands, there were like classics. Even when it like you had eras where it was like Neo Soul that was kicking it. Yeah. You had before that when it was like um SWV TLC, the young Usher, even the new Usher, well the new Earth Usher yeah, no, and ninth grade, whatever. But like nowadays it's kinda like don't get me wrong, that's rap songs, I'm like, yo, this stuff is hot. But I don't really get like I don't really see R and B. What what are you constituting as R and B though? Like are you saying something that you can Vibe out to something you can fuck to. Like, okay, you can just no, no, no. Like, I'm saying like, like the quality. Like for for example, I, I told my girl I'd rather listen to SoundCloud mm-hmm. and underground stuff rather than uh, than the mainstream stuff right now because I feel like the quality that they putting out isn't really the same. I know underground people that here on SoundCloud that mm-hmm. sound way better than mainstream. So you're talking about as far as how they sound, sound the quality of music is just it's it's not the same. I anymore. feel like. Neo does a great job. Okay, yeah, Neo Tank does a great job. I feel like Trey Songz does a great job. That's three. <laughs> I mean... But I'm saying back in the 90s, you can tell, like, it was like, maybe like, I ain't gonna say 50, but it was like a bunch of people mm-hmm. that you can honestly say that had hits. Period. Back to back to back. I'm looking back on it, though. I mean, it's just they're gonna be the same in ten years. You're gonna be looking. Oh, man, that Bryson Tiller song was... Exactly. Well, that's, be how, okay, so that's Bryson Tiller. Who else? I mean, it's going to be who Bryson Tiller is. I'm gonna be real with you. You sleep, that's why. No, nah, I am I'm snoring. <laughs> I'm snoring. How, how do you not know who the fuck I'm Bryson snoring, is? bro? Like, <sighs> I would talk about Kaylani, but you know, she's pretty good. There's too much drama going on with her right but about she's now. Pretty good, though. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, it's Chris still a Brown. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot of. Okay, uh, so I say you have you have if you looking at groups, you had Jodeci. Yes. Yeah, Shy. You had Guy. Yeah, boys and men. Blackstreet Boys and Men. Golly, yeah, yeah, new edition. It's, it's a lot of groups. That's what you're saying. Still, it's, still, it's, still, it's still R&B, though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Drew Hill. Got, yeah, Drew Hill. You got Tra- Tank, Trey Songz, Chris Brown. G-Wine's still the 90s. Yeah, I guess you could put G-Wine, G-Wine in the 90s. Yeah. You got uh, Bryson Tiller, who's... I mean, granted, he has an LP out, but he's still doing his thing. Uh, you got uh, I don't know, though. Elijah, Bur- Elijah Blake. Oh yeah, you got uh, Drake does some R and B. I mean, yeah, exactly. Drake does some, and he makes clearly he makes classics. Um, yeah, you had Aaliyah. You got Beyonce. 
Rihanna does some R and B. Rihanna does some R and B. Okay. Alicia Keys does some R and B. Exactly. Alicia Keys is great. Okay, let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, Lauren Hill. Outside of, I'm going off for of this, this. Lauren Hill had one album. That was the greatest. Al- well, one of the greatest albums. You know, you can't live off of one fucking album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if that one I mean, album I mean, came out today, I mean, and then I mean, like 10 years later, you like... I'm saying, though, she's still... Like, who the fuck is Lauren Hill? Yeah, 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 Erica Badu. She's still making music. She's still making music, though. But she's still... She's still making music. You can't you can't really say nothing until they're, like, done. Like, you haven't heard from them. Haven't heard from them in the past yeah, You can say Whitney five Houston years. or something. Exactly. Yeah, like, okay. Mariah Carey's still making music. Outside <laughs> of Kanye... Really. Making like I mean every album his first what four or five albums have been like classics like I mean those are like Call ones that you'll never forget. Who's the next person that'll be closest to him coming right now? Right now? Yeah, that you think like okay, okay so Jay Z's already passed right like yeah right, yeah right. I'm saying I'm saying right now because okay because Kanye was post Jay Z like Jay Z okay. Nas Drake like so do you think that Drake's next like three or four albums will right. be? The last four albums have been stuff that you rap to, like you you so, know all the lyrics to it. Yeah. So so do you think J Cole? J Cole's definitely yeah, next. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, be next. Yeah, after yeah, Drake, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because for us in North Carolina, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do do you think do you think Kendrick can be that way too? All right. No. All right so are you no. getting to the, tell, tell Charles don't like. Let's put it like, like Kendrick. It's not that I don't like him. I bet you you don't you can't rap a whole song of Kendrick because he talked too fast or you don't know what he's saying. I put it to you like uh, rappers that have come out. In the past, let's say five years, give me your top five, right now. Oh, Go ahead. In the last five years, five, ten so years, ten years, ten years. I don't even know. I couldn't yeah, tell I you because I like so you. many. I like so many artists. I can't. You don't have a five. top. Okay, we'll just no. get, just just, just, just name, name five. Just name then. five. Yeah. Oh, that come to my mind. I guess that I would go to concerts too. I go to yeah. Drake, Lil Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne's too fucking old. Yeah, he's <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Without that, that's why I'm saying I listen to too many, so I don't know who I would go to. I mean, I what's that know. guy that has on that song with the fade away? Uh, Logic. Yeah, yeah. Logic is fucking dope. Yeah, and you know something I like, and I like uh, what you call him too, Nick Grant. Mm. He's pretty smooth too. Okay. He's underground too. But I mean, I, if, if since he can't answer his top five, I think my top five with Kanye. Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Wale, J. Cole. I gotta be in the mood to listen to Wale. Love his music. Just gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, I, I can those five. I guess he's kind of like Kendrick in a sense because I gotta sit there and be like, all right, what the fuck yeah. is he talking about? <laughs> if I have the research, but like, it's, but like when you're listening, you're like, you know what? He got some bars. Like, he do. He do. Yeah, you be like, yeah. When I'm really focused, he got some mean bars. Okay. You know, so but those 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 are my five, and like I said, I, I guess logic. I haven't heard enough. Of him I take yet. I take Drake as a consolation prize. Like he comes with everything. That's true. Like because he's That's just true. so big right now. Like right. he just comes. He comes with every fucking thing. Yeah. I guess with me it would be he's a hot man. It would be J Cole, Sahi, High, mm. Big Crit. I need to get on him. I need to get logic. on Sahi. High. Sahi is one. And I need to get on Sahi. High. We all gonna be crazy. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Shout out for Young Thug. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get on that side high. Side high on that stuff. Yeah. So y'all listen to music for the content, really and truly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to know what the fuck you're talking about. Now, granted, in, in college I was doing it for the bass because I had a system in my car. I, so I listen was, to the music. Just even because even of the beat. Young Thug though, like I listen to him, and when I listen to him, I'm like, all right, what the fuck is he talking? Exactly. About? Granted, sometimes I gotta go and ask my brother, like, yo. 
<laughs> what is he saying? And then if he tells me like, yo, he's saying this, this, and this, I'm like, okay, he, he dope. Like Young Thug has a verse. Like me personally, I think this is Young Thug's greatest verse ever. He has a verse on Travis Scott, um, the Rodeo album. And um, damn, I can't think of what song it is right now. But that's probably Young Thug's greatest fucking verse ever because the verse itself, you can understand it. You know exactly what the fuck he's saying, and it all fucking makes sense. And I'm sitting here, and I was like, this can't be fucking Young Thug. But, I mean, at the same time, I've been listening to Young Thug. I didn't know, but I've been listening to Young Thug for the longest fucking time because apparently I was listening to him, as my brother tells me. I was listening to him before he got on all these drugs and he started rapping like Lil Wayne was, you know. Really? It was a Lil Wayne part one, and then Lil Wayne got on these drugs, and then it was a Lil Wayne part Part two, two, you know. So, but yeah, apparently Young Thug has been around for a long fucking time, and I didn't know it was Young Thug, but I mean, some of this shit makes sense. I had two chains. I like two chains. Okay. Two chains has been around for a long time. Exactly. They say underground titty boy. titty boy. They say that nigga is fucking crazy, yo. Really? His verses are like insane. I believe. It. I believe. It. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I kind of listen to music for the beats. I mean, sometimes you got to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah I, do, so, I, do, so, I do. I do. I do. I do do it for the lyrics and stuff. Sometimes, like, if it don't have a nice beat, I ain't really. Like when Kanye just dropped his last uh, album, I still I listened heard, to. I still haven't heard his album. It's a great fucking it's on album. Apple Music now. It's a, it's really? A great, it's a great album. Oh, Tom. I heard he uh, switched some shit up. I wouldn't listen to it. I gotta listen long. to it, but uh, I heard he switched up a lot of stuff. But like this first album, well, this first go around, I had to listen to it and like <clears throat> I had to listen to what he was saying because he was like, "This is gonna be the greatest album of life." Okay, nigga, you know. <laughs> you don't love Kanye like Kanye love Kanye. Hey, no, my name's not Kanye. So exactly. right, not going right, to, right, you right. Know? So, granted, he's, he is saying some dope shit. Even when Kanye goes on his rants, like on Twitter and shit, yeah. his shit makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's like you're not, you're just not executing it right. <laughs> like his shit makes total fucking sense. You're just, what you're saying and how you're saying it, Yeah, just isn't right. Okay. Like when he went and he was Diplo came at him and was like, "Oh, you're using a pirated site." Granted, everybody in the fucking world has used a pirated site before, and granted that wasn't Kanye's computer. Kanye came out and he was just going at him, going at him, and then his last fucking tweet was just, "I'm yay, I'm yay, I'm yay." <laughs> it was like, "Nigga, we get what you're saying, but chill the fuck out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, chill, like man. chill out. You are a bigger artist. You're a bigger person than fucking Diplo. Granted, Diplo has." Some huge fucking records. Yeah. But, I mean, if you put Diplo next to Kanye West, come on now. Like, it's, it's no comparison. Yeah. Kanye got classics, man. I mean, it's it's amazing. Kanye put us through fucking college. He, had, <laughs> he really did, man. He, had. He, he, he did. He did. So, um, I think we're going to do this closing segment here. I appreciate y'all coming. Uh, before we leave, tell us where they can find you. Uh, Rob, aka yeah. Mr. Info. Hey, just look at me on Instagram, the right way 32. That's really it. How you spell it? The w- right way. It's W R I. The right way. Right away. Okay, my bad, Ty. Um, well, you know, hit him with the whammy on Instagram. Um, H I T T E M underscore W I T D A underscore. W H A M M Y hit him with the whammy 
on Twitter, I think it's service royalty. I think that's what I told y'all was earlier. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, serve underscore this underscore royalty. That's big crit right there. You know, can you service royalty? Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. Um, I think that's all because I don't. On Facebook is me, Tyler. Right. <laughs> you find me. That's what you get. I don't uh, have Snapchat or nothing like that. Darkness. <laughs> well, my Instagram is uh, Bowtie or Die. The E's are threes, and there's an underscore between every word. So you got Bowtie with the E. I mean, a three as the E. <laughs> underscore or underscore Die with the three as the E. Can you tell them a little bit more about the bow tie, though? Yeah, yeah, bow tie. yeah. Why do you keep talking about bow ties? Well, there is a you link. You Muslim? There is a link. <laughs> 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 I've gotten that question more than I, I, I would like. But there's a link on my uh, Instagram. If you if you like bow ties, Bonafide Bow Ties is something that um, I run. It's my company. So if you like bow ties... Like, have a unique bow tie that's fitted to your neck, a design that's, uh, you know, unique to you, then just let me know. There's a link on my Instagram. That's B-O-W-T-I-3 underscore O-R. Fuck this. You know what? <laughs> if you're thinking about joining the nation of Islam, come see this motherfucker right here. I done seen this nigga do some crazy shit with a fucking bow tie. That'll work, too. With a fucking bow tie. Come see this guy right here, man. Then my Twitter is uh, Chuck Up the Duce. It's Chuck Up the Duce. That's how you spell it. How do you spell Duce? D U S S E. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it's me, Just Duval. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Just Duval, all lowercase, J U S T D U V A L L. Also, any questions? Uh, reviews, any listener questions y'all want us to talk about on the next podcast, um, we got an email. It's mancave704. That's M-A-N-C-A-V-E 704 at gmail.com. So uh, I appreciate y'all listening. And y'all uh, <laughs> enjoy. Niggas got a fucking email. We out. <laughs> From time to time, she a mom now I guess sometimes life forces us to calm down I told her that she could live with me if she needed to I got a compound, but I think she's straight She supported since Hoppy's right before Wayne came and got